0: There were extreme varying degrees of niceness in terms of the residence halls. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think you and I got the pleasure of living in some of the worst.
1: Knock, 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 knock knocking on on heaven's heaven's door. door. This is a harder one to find a song for, and unfortunately, I don't know any more of the words. No, I don't
0: either. That's interesting. That mm-hmm. was an interesting choice.
1: So lock in your guesses on what you think this episode's about. Yeah. Pretend you did not read the title or the nope. blurb. Nope. Song only. Song only. Did you say it? It's about being an RA. Jessica and I actually met when we were co-RAs, and it was the beginning of a beautiful, <laughs> beautiful oh. friendship. I <laughs> pulled everything.
0: What are you talking about?
1: We didn't meet when we were co-RAs. I'm just lying. Oh, you're in your lying era. I'm in my lying era. Okay.
0: Um. Am I? Can we start over? I've got weird vibes now. Welcome back to Cousin Time. Sometimes you choose your friends, and sometimes you choose your cousins. Jessica and Cameron are college friends turned post grad roommates, learning to navigate the world. Join us as we reminisce on our childhood, rationalize our Sunday series, and ruminate on what it means to be 23 and reflect upon our times as the most transformational RAs that our liberal arts university has ever seen.
1: Oh, yeah. I think transformational is a great way to describe us. Yeah. In any yeah. sphere. Yeah. Any, any sphere, walk sphere in, we're operating. transforming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But we also seasonally appropriate. Yes. Because it's that time of year. Maybe you or a loved one is is applying applying to to be an NRA. This is the time of year when we applied, went through our interviews, our group shalom, long, long time. (laughs) And yeah, it's a great time of year. Honestly, that experience was shocking. So we're going to walk you through our t- So I was an RA for a year and nine weeks, <laughs> my sophomore year, and then junior year, I was gone. And then I came back and did it for nine weeks before COVID hit. Yeah.
0: I was an RA for sophomore year, about starting about three weeks in. Yeah. And then half of junior year. 'Cause the other half was when you were taking it over. We have a lot to get We have a lot through. to unpack here.
1: Yeah. Um, and I hope this will be really enlightening. Yeah. If you've been an RA, or you'll be seen, seen and heard. It. Yeah. If you've had an RA, you'll get to learn some of the behind the scenes action. Yeah. And if you're thinking about becoming an RA, maybe you'll choose differently. I actually love being an RA. I don't no, know. No, I did too. I, think I did it was, too. It was a great a great time. Great gig. Great gig. <laughs> um But yes, we're going to break this down into maybe being an RA in terms of being on duty, going on rounds, being an RA in terms of programming and bulletin boards, and being an RA in terms of move-in day. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. Lots to unpack. I feel like we should first and foremost just walk through
0: our different, well, walk through like we kind of did, but maybe more detail, our RA time. Not specifically where we were living, but generally, because I think one important thing to note is where we went to college, the varying levels of mm, cleanliness, niceness, building structure, honestly. Let me
1: set the scene. Yeah. We went to a small liberal, liberal arts yeah. private university yeah. in a mid-sized city. Yep. And we're going to do a whole episode on what it's like going to a school like that. Yeah. But that's what we need to do to set the stage. Yeah. There were about seven dorms, residential halls. And we had a three-year residency requirement. Meaning Shocking. that until you were a senior, you could not move off campus. And because it was just one year at that point, many seniors still lived on campus.
0: Most people lived on campus at our school. And there were extreme varying degrees of niceness in terms of the residence halls. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think you and I got the pleasure of living in some of the worst.
1: I would say, well, but I lived, I always lived in the building that had just been renovated. Oh, Lucky girl syndrome. Lucky girl syndrome. I had the pleasure of living in the worst one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, yes, so my, both years I was an RA, I was in the all- Girls freshman dorm, yeah. Which that was my niche, that was my bread and butter. I was so happy to be there. Yeah,
0: I my my first year of being RA, I was in the dorm that was not directly on campus. But when I say that, I literally mean it was like across the street. But it still felt siloed away. And it was we had a big mold problem. We did, we did. Um, and I was the RA for just a any walk of life. Um, but then halfway through the year, they moved me to be the RA for the freshman boys
1: oh yeah i forgot about that yeah yeah
0: yeah and then the next year i was also the ra and the all girls freshman dorm which was also my bread and butter mm-hmm. um
1: but yeah my time in the first one was dark
0: it was yeah.
1: dark time well and you moved in like halfway th- not half of the year but you were like you didn't because we were both, when we like, applied to be RAs at the end of our freshman year, we both got alternate, and we were actually planning then to be roommates. But then I got pulled up over the summer to be an RA, and then you got pulled up like in the first month of school. Yeah. So that was tricky, and then they ended up moving your position even more. Yeah. Um. Okay. So my favorite part of being an RA
0: mm-hmm.
1: was the programming and the bulletin boards mm-hmm. and the community building. And my least favorite was the... Behavior monitoring.
0: Mm, my least favorite part of being an RA was the programs and the bulletin boards, mm-hmm. and the part that I tolerated the most was the behavior monitoring.
1: So that's interesting because I in hated versus. that part. Yeah, I loved the thrill. I, I hope one is not listening to this, <laughs> but there was so many times where I was on duty and I'd walk past a room and I would hear the telltale signs of a party happening. And I turn glass bottles. Eye. Clanking, lots of noises, loud music, a bass you could hear from miles away. Yeah. I'd walk right by. No, because
0: the truth of life that I live by is if it isn't bothering you, I won't bother you.
1: It's not a problem till it's a problem. Exactly. So unless a neighbor gives me a noise complaint or, like, somebody is in danger and I'm finding out that way because, right. like, somebody needs medical attention, right. Right. I'm not going to... Crush your fun. Because I like to live a little on. too. Rock on. Yeah,
0: exactly. And like, yes, going to... And the other thing that I think was always a little interesting for us in our specific university and the setup was the way that we were sophomores and we had to go... Well, I guess this is maybe true for all schools, but because our school had so many seniors that were living on mm-hmm. campus, us as little baby sophomores having to go to the senior dorms and say can y'all quiet down no yeah won't
1: be me yeah well and also our school body size was about 1200 students yeah so everyone knew everyone and if I knocked on someone's door and made them stop partying I was gonna have to see them (laughs) in the cafe the next day yeah like I'm gonna have to ask them to hand me the serving spoon
0: I had class with a young man who i found very inebriated in his drawers mm-hmm. in a hallway and had to call the police oh
1: i you no, know, i had a, such a similar situation yeah i had a boy who i did see completely nude <laughs> and very inebriated and a little bit bloody oh and i i lunch with him the next yeah. day yeah yeah. And it's hard to look at someone like <laughs> and that. And, like,
0: that's the the beauty and the trouble of going to such a small, mm-hmm. insular school. Yeah. Is you're going to see them. You're going to see them again. And, like, you want to come out the winner in that situation. And the one way to be the guaranteed winner is to be the RA.
1: Right. <laughs> yes. Have that title. Have that name tag. That badge of pride. Hello. On a more serious side of that same situation, though. Yeah. Like, whenever we had more serious calls, like mental health crises... Like, there was a girl who I literally had to call, like, a mental health professional to come to campus for in the middle of the night, mm-hmm. and then she was in my class the next semester, and it's one of those things where we both know that we shared a very, like, intimate and vulnerable moment between the two of us, but obviously neither one of us are going to acknowledge no, that, yeah. but then it's just weird when you're, like, assigned partner work together, and you're, like, mm, so have we met before? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, that's not something that you're
0: experiencing at, like, a state school mm-hmm. where it's so, 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 so many people.
1: So many people. And then additionally, like, if you're a sophomore RA, everyone that's living on campus is a freshman. Like, at state schools, once you're a sophomore, you're out of there. Yeah. So there's not that sort of, like,
0: hierarchy. Yeah, hierarchy. There's not that. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. What is your on-duty horror story? Okay, I don't know if I would
0: consider this a full horror story, horror story. But, okay, I think it was just, I think any night where you had to do the 11 o'clock and the 3 a.m. rounds. We didn't do 3 a.m. rounds. Didn't we
1: do? It was 9, 11, 1.
0: Oh, 1, 1, 1. 1, 1, 1. It ended at 1. I don't know why I was thinking 3. Any night where you had to do the 11 and the 1 was just a night for terror. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I do feel like I blocked the majority of those nights out. But I remember one night I was doing rounds by
1: myself because whenever I was on rounds, I don't know if you did this too because I know they were like, basically there would be two people or three people. There's three people on duty on the weekend on the weekends. But one person does a solo 9 p.m. round and then two people partner up for the 11 and the 1. Yes. And what always happened, I feel like, with the people I was on rounds with, it would
0: be, like, the one person did the solo 9 and then we would split up the other two as well. Mm-hmm. And, like, I was always, like, whatever. But then I was also, like, I wish we wouldn't because, like, I want to go with a friend. Um, But I remember when I got my study abroad placement was when I got, like, the email and it was also when I was going on the 1 p.m. round by myself. And I loved my study abroad experience, lived, loved, loved it, would love to go back. But I did get my bottom choice in placement. And so I was spiraling. Mm-hmm. I was spiraling I at remember by that moment. On my rounds, running around that campus, on my email, doing my research saying what's going to happen, what's going on. While also on rounds at 1am all by myself, everyone's sleeping. And I feel like that was pretty traumatic. I don't know if it's quite a horror story in the sense of like an RA horror story, but it's what stands out in my little mind.
1: Yeah. What's yours? Um, well, one time I was, this was Hallow weekend. Mm, yikes. And
0: Having rounds on Halloween. Yes. It was Halloween. <gasps> Hallow- it, oh! it was Friday
1: night of Halloween. And I was on round, I was on duty with my co actually. So that was kind of nice because like yeah. we were friends so we could chat on the rounds. So we were on the 11, and rounds take about an hour. So, like, usually you're back home at, like, 12, and then you, like, do whatever, and then you go back out an hour later. Awful. Um, And so it's her – it's me, her, and her boyfriend doing the 11 p.m. rounds. And we are in the hall you, you lived in, this gross one. I was on – we were on the floor that was solely freshman boys who lived in, like, living groups of, like, six. Yeah. So the smell, the stench, the yeah. open layout – That floor
0: in and of itself was the worst, my least favorite place to go on that entire campus. And do you remember? I remember... At one point their like light was out like the in mm-hmm. the hallway and so it was like flashing it would be like strobing in the yes. hallway as you're doing your rounds and it smells weird you feel like you could get hate crime down there because they had trump flags and it was
1: just brutal and, well and the thing is i honestly i never really did rounds on that floor like i would kind of peek make sure no one was like screaming for help but i knew i was gonna find something i didn't want to deal yeah, with yeah and so i just kind of left it um but anyways we are down on that floor doing our rounds and I'm feeling unwell. And I did run into the communal boys' bathroom on the first floor of that building and throw up. I was thinking about all the pee on that floor. I know. And that didn't help the situation. And then I remember my co and her boyfriend walk in and they they are holding my hair back, rubbing my back, <laughs> And that was nice. And then I said, I'm so sorry, I'm feeling unwell. <laughs> Clearly. And she says, you know, I've got my boyfriend here with me, we'll finish the rounds, like, go whatever. So I go back and I sleep and literally at like I and I'm like throwing up more and then at like twelve fifty five I th- I said a bug. I was sick oh. that whole weekend. But that's like I didn't know. At, like, 12.55, I texted her, and I was like, I, there's no way I can't go back out there. Yeah. And so she did the ones by herself, and I felt so bad. But I was like, really? Like, I am the RA on duty for Halloween and I'm the one throwing up? Yeah. Y'all should all be throwing up. Yeah. I'm a sober queen. Yeah. And I'm the one sick.
0: I, my favorite memory of the first floor of that horrendous building that I had to live in also one thing other thing I would like to say that building had so much like just mold mildew issues when I moved out I had to wash my clothes so many times to make them not smell like that building Mm -hmm. and like I didn't realize it when I was living there because I was living there that was just what it smelled like but then when I brought all of my stuff like home in the summer Mm -hmm. and opened up my bags
1: Yeah. Awful. No, that building had a particular stench.
0: But when there was this really big mold scandal on the first floor and they had to like do some renovating with some of the rooms, they like added this wall, this extra wall. Do you remember that? And they didn't tell anyone that they were doing that. So remember I was down there for, I don't know what, why I was down there. Maybe I was on rounds, or maybe I was, like, needing to check in with the RA who lived down there or something. But I walked down there, and I thought that I was in an alternate reality. Because I walked up, and I was walking down the hall expecting to, like, turn. Mm -hmm. And there's just this wall that has just been erected out of nowhere. And I said, hold everything. What on God's green earth is going Mm -hmm. on? Because this is not right. This is not how it was. And I had a moment there where I said, we're not living in the world that we think we are. Right. But it turns out, like, it was just some, like, men who actually put the wall there to deal with the mold. But it was just so obscure to me.
1: Yeah. The other thing about being on duty, I forget, like, what the hours were, but it was, like, something like 8 p.m. to 8 a.m. or something like that. You were on duty. You had the phone. Yeah. First of all, the sound of that phone ringing. Your heart stops, right? Jarring. So jarring. It's like a flip phone. There's two Mm -hmm. flip phones. Phone one, phone two. And it takes you about 10 minutes to even just text whoever else is on duty and be like, hey, what round do you want? Yeah. You're you're clicking that one button four times. And you
0: had to, there were like some texts that you had to send from the duty phone.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Like that was the only phone we were allowed to use. We couldn't really use like our personal phones if I'm remembering correctly. Like I I would use
1: my personal phone to like, I think I'd use my personal phone to assign rounds. Yeah. But I would, we had to use the duty phone to check in and say, It's Karen, I'm checking in, I'll be on the 11pm round. Because
0: we had to text the like, adult in charge, like Mm -hmm. the person getting paid for their job in charge from Res Life to say that we were on duty, and that sitting there doing that typing it was hard because you
1: had to check in by a certain time so you had to like really start crafting your <laughs> message like five
0: minutes you prior. Have to sit down and plan it out and as like, you're pressing all of those mm-hmm. buttons to say that you're on duty and one thing about me is I don't want to send a bad text so I'm fully spelling everything out I'm punctuating, yes
1: yes but yes that phone rings if it rings you're just you're always like what is it going to be because it could be anything from like my friend has alcohol poisoning right to
0: I can't get in my building. Yeah,
1: like it could be literally anything, and you're like, "What am I going to deal with?" Yeah. When it rings at like dinner time, you know it's probably no biggie. When you wake up at 3 a.m. to that phone ringing, <sighs> that's something you don't want to deal with. That was the thing too was like, just general RA to RA culture and crime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, okay, first of all, the staffs. We, I need to, I need to paint this picture because I think when you're picturing RA, like, I feel like, and this is probably the truth that most campuses. All RAs fit a certain archetype, a certain mold. And I think that, like, I am a person who people, if I were to tell them I was an RA in college, they probably wouldn't be shocked. No, same. Like, I very much fit that mold. But when I tell you that I was one of the few like that on the (laughs) staff, which was good. Like, I liked what our school did in terms of, like, any student who had an RA could find themselves somewhere on that RA staff. So, like, that was good because, like, it was more of, like, a campus leadership position rather than, like, who's going to get you in trouble. Yeah. Um... And so I like that intentional, like, hiring. Every walk of life was but on that every 42 walk of life. staff. Yes. And so, like, sometimes you just did not vibe well with the rest of the staff. No. And when
0: I was... When you were at Disney, and I was fending for myself amongst that staff, I... Hated going to RA Wait, meetings. Really,
1: have we never talked about this? Because that's exactly how I felt really? the second semester. Because I feel like our first year being RAs, I had a good amount of RA friends. No, yeah, I like I could hold a conversation with anyone on that staff yeah. and like. No matter who I was on rounds with, I was like, we can have something to talk about. I, I agree. And then also when we were
0: doing, we were both there together. So we could sit next to each other at the meetings. Mm-hmm. And like we had our other friends who were on staff. And also I hated that room that we did RA meetings in. The, next- the second year. Yes. Yeah, the first year it was perfect. By yes. the change? I wish I knew. But I literally like had dread in my body every time I hated I it. an RA yeah. meeting. Because I just hated it so much. It felt like a waste of my time. I hated everyone who was there. And also, when I had the um, RA training week, when I was there, I can't remember how exactly it shaped up. You were there for some of it, and I was there for some of it. We were there for some of it together. But I remember I had to go to the um, farm with the swimming place by myself. Yes. And I had the most miserable time of my life. (laughs) I can't even imagine doing that. I hated it so much because there was not... Okay, I don't want to say that there was not one person on the staff that I that I like, because that's not totally true. But the majority I did not like, and I didn't
1: like them altogether. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? No, that's how I felt. Like, everyone was so performative. That's how I felt the second year. I felt like everyone was trying to put on their best RA face, and I was like, why can't we just be like be real with each other? Like, I feel like the first year, the first year I genuinely really liked the staff. Me too. But then the second year, and I thought maybe I just didn't click because Okay, so our junior year, Jess and I did a switcheroo in our RA position. Like, we were hired as one person, and Jess covered fall, and I covered spring. Yeah. And in that, we also both covered half of training week because you had your summer camp job, and I was leaving for Disney. So it just, like, worked out well. So I always thought, oh, well, like, I only had, like, three days to bond with them at training camp, and then I missed the whole first semester, so it's just going to take me a while to click. Mm-hmm. But I didn't click that whole first, like, two months we were there, and then obviously COVID. Pro,
0: cool. I didn't click the entire semester. Yeah. I, like,
1: did not have one
0: person that, like, I was friends with on that staff. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. It was fine, because I was doing my own thing. Like, I wasn't concerned about them, mm-hmm. but it was also just, like, it was weird. It was a yeah. very over vibe, and it felt like everyone was putting on... Like a face trying to be like the best person at this, the yes. best of this, and it's just like stop, you're doing too mm-hmm. much.
1: Which I take actually that back a little bit. I really liked my building team, and we had yeah. the same. We had the same building yeah, team. Yeah, me too. But it was just like yeah, I didn't really click with the rest of the staff, which was interesting. The other interesting thing is that in that is the drama inside the staff of firings. <gasps> so many yes! areas like, and that is just like I don't know why people were getting fired left and right, left and right, and like.
0: Like, you make sense. Like, you were doing all of the right things, checking all the boxes. I got up to some nefarious activities in college as an RA.
1: What were people doing that was wrong that they I, didn't well, even And it? I had so many, I had so many co's in just a year and nine weeks of being <laughs> oh. an RA. I had, like, five or six co's. Yeah. I had so many co's get fired. I had a co that didn't get invited back. So many things. And I'm just like, what were y'all up to? Because, like, they were checking all the boxes. I know yeah. they were. yeah. And I think sometimes the hardest thing, the thing that I always stressed about, is they sent out an RA feedback survey to your residents, and your residents had to say like, how often do I talk to my RA? Do I feel connected to them? And like sometimes you're just not going to talk to every. Re- you're not going to be besties with them. Like no,
0: when I that's my not your residents job. were the freshman boys, I avoided them at all
1: costs because mm-hmm. who wants to talk to freshman and I, boys? Exactly. They're and also ninety percent athletes. Yes, and that's just like. Where are you going to find that common ground? Right. We have none. But yeah, I was just always like so afraid that I was going to get some poor feedback. But I don't know. It was just, I've, I sometimes felt like every day was a battle yeah. to keep my R.A. job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like we
0: also, like when we were doing our Hannah Montana moment, our supervisor was the easiest going of them all. Because she was checked out. She was checked out. She she quit that year. But she
1: checked out before I was there. Yeah. So then I had true. a different supervisor right. who was checked
0: in. Yes. Yeah, I, I don't know. I genuinely like want to know to this day what everyone, like I want a list of the, everyone's names, what they were fired for, and if they weren't invited back, the reason being. Oh
1: my gosh, wait, the time I really thought I was going to get fired? I forgot this happened to me. This was my very first year. So this was my sophomore year. Okay. And again, I had the all freshman girls and there was an empty room, literally the room next to mine. It just didn't have any residence in yeah. it. But they did, and then those residents moved somewhere else. And somehow, some way, they had, like, copied the keys and given it to every girl on the floor. <gasps> I had no idea any of this was happening. And, like, I feel like I had good relationships with my residents. And they would use that room as the hookup. <gasps> what? Yes. And so all the girls would just take You've turns. You've never told me this. Really? I feel like I probably have. I don't all remember. All the girls would take turns going in there to hook up with whomsoever. And... I, like, well, I I was probably asleep at those times. I didn't, I wasn't (gasps) noticing. You didn't hear anything? I didn't hear anything, nothing. And then, I don't know how it found out, but I just remember being in a one-on-one meeting, like, we had bi-weekly check-ins with our supervisors, and her being like, yo, do you know anything about room 206? Like, there's some nefarious activity. And I was like, what? And then I was, like, so embarrassed, because I was like, how have I literally not known about this happening? right next door to me. Yeah. And, but like, she was like, honestly, like this isn't that surprising. Like this happened, this kind of stuff happens frequently. Like there's nothing you could have done. How did they make Don't key? Don't worry. Like I, they took their key and got it copied at like Home Depot or something.
0: <gasps> oh, when they moved out. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's oh. sneaky. Those yeah. little weasels.
1: And that was also the year this, but this was like, this instance happened in the middle of like the most stressful, like time of my life because none of my girls were getting on with their roommates i was having roommate reconciliation meetings like i was having two to three a day and (laughs) all that happened like i would two girls would come in sit on my bed we'd talk they'd come out two more would come in and literally every like there was basically like a round robin so like the girl in 206, one of them went to 207, one of the 207 girls, they just all rotated because they yeah. had made friends with other girls on the floor. Which is fine. And, but it was just like... But it's like a process for that. It's a process on the RA to like have a room change approved, so I have to do a reconciliation even yeah. if it's just like you made a better friend and want to live with her. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it was so crazy. Um, But I was like, hey, actually, maybe I'm doing something right that they're all friends with each other on right. the floor. Community building. I've built a community.
0: I want to talk about move-in day. Yes. That day, for us girls who had freshman dorms, mm-hmm. that was that was our Paris Fashion Week. That was our <sighs> runway. That
1: was our Super Bowl. That was our everything. If you are worried about your parents meeting your significant other, date a freshman RA. Yeah. Because one thing they can do is schmooze some parents. So, so well. And also...
0: We are never going to be surprised by your parents. And what however wild, crazy, overbearing, underbearing, mm-hmm. too much, too little you think
1: your parents are, we've seen it all we've seen worse. <laughs> and we're going to separate that. Mm-hmm. We are not going to have you, whatever impression your parents make on us on moving in day, Means we're not going to hold on you. <laughs> like, I had, because the thing is, parents are going to come and they're going to say, I found a speck of dust yeah. in the back corner of the closet. Yeah. And it's our problem. And <laughs> I did not put that there, ma'am. No. Um, yeah, I've been verbally liberated by a parent. Like like, like your baby girl's going to be okay. She's going to be okay. And I understand emotions are running high. Yes. This is the first time the yes. parents have done this too. Yes. Um, what was your station? Cuz we each did a freshman move-in day, but not together. I was crisis control. Me
0: too. <laughs> And I Bryce was is, running up and down those halls,
1: <laughs> popping in other rooms. You got anything? You need yes. Any help? How's it looking? Everyone in the freshman RA teams. You each have a position. So somebody's like check in, like crossing off names, handing them keys. Somebody is doing like putting all of maintenance requests into a computer log and somebody is appointed crisis control. You are up and down the halls, mainly checking in on the parents. Yes. You are bringing tissues for goodbyes. You are dealing with the mom who's, the room is just not good enough for her baby you girl. You are the listening like, ear. You know, it's basically family therapy. No, it is. That's all you're doing. Because
0: one second, you're talking to mom about how worried she is, about how nervous she is for her baby girl to go off to college, how stressed she is. Is it gonna be okay? Is it safe? Where are all the police boxes? Then you're talking to dad. He's telling you all of the maintenance issues in the room. He says he needs a tool. He needs a hammer. He needs a nail. He needs the bed raised and then he needs it lowered. And then you're talking to baby girl and she says, sorry about my parents, but also I have these million questions that yes. I need to ask you. Yes, And
1: you're doing it all in a matter of five minutes. Yes. And you're breaking a sweat. Yes! But you're keeping it cool. No, so and cool, calm, uh, I Yeah, I'm proud of it. And no, and honestly, like, I thrived in that setting.
0: And Take I'm- me back.
1: I need to start talking about that in job interviews more, because I don't think I've ever talked about that. But the thing is, if you if you are somebody who handled a freshman dorm crisis control position, yeah. you can handle anything. Anything! And like... Yeah, I'm going to start putting in my resume as customer service. <laughs> yeah. Because my customers are I, happy. I, 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 yeah, all the parents left by the time they were supposed to leave. That yes. Day. I made sure everyone had their goodbye. Yes. And their dismissal. Yes. And then I tucked all my baby girls into bed. Good
0: night. And, like, honestly, talking about this is making me want to go back to college and do that that
1: again. No, because... it was I, so fun. Those, that's the kind of role I thrive in. Yes. I, I love... I love to control chaos. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. And then
0: I also loved when the parents were all gone and we had to do our first building or floor meeting. Oh,
1: like literally it's move-in day and you're sitting those girls down and you're saying, yes, don't drink. Yes, yes. What icebreaker did you do with your girls? I said, I remember this vividly. I said, if you were a potato, what type of potato would you be? That's a classic question. Thank you.
0: I made them all stand in a circle. In that lobby of that mm-hmm. building, take off their shoes, and then I but would. That's <laughs> I would say a question. Dan Schneider. I would say a question, and that it was like if you like cats, or like if mm. you're someone who likes cats, and if you liked cats, you have to run and find different shoes to stand by. Oh. And I was proud of that one because all of my girls came in silent; they left giggling. That's a good one. It was a good one.
1: Yeah, a little bit out of their comfort zone. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Interest. And then it was like silly, goofy. Before I said if you have alcohol in your room, we're going to have a problem.
1: Yeah. You know? A good mm-hmm. balance. Um. So then, bouncing off of that into programming. Yeah. Favorite and least favorite program you put on. Also, just, like, so our programming, we had to have a balance. We had, like, quotas we had to fill per, like, month or semester of, like, so many that were, like, fun community building. So many that, like, touched on, like, mental health, drinking, STDs. Yeah. We had, like, we had things we had to put on.
0: I feel like I did a really good like std
1: related one Mm -hmm. but i can't remember what it was called i did a really good it was drinking and stds and it was all about halloween and we had something where it was like don't let these ghosts scare you it was something with that and we did like a trivia game and then we had like halloween goodie bags i had one where it had like a really it was std related but it had a really
0: good name Mm. and so like when i put my flyers up people were talking Ooh. but I can't remember what it was sex was the word sex was definitely part of it because yeah what, that's what gets the freshman boys down to the lobby mm-hmm. but I can't
1: remember what it was I n- until you said that I forgot the amount of effort that went into titling your programs because I know that all of mine had such good names and I would be thinking on it for weeks yeah but now I can't think of a, no, cer- a that single was one
0: our olympics my olympics in terms of titling was titling my essays for college and titling my programs that's mm-hmm. an array
1: and you'd get on canva and you'd make the flyer of your dreams oh my god I would I would Um, We also, in
0: one of the dorms that I was in, did a really fun carnival moment. Oh, yeah. That was pretty good. Um, But I hated doing programs. Like, I genuinely hated it. I never felt particularly excited for any of them. Um, But I did sometimes enjoy doing
1: my bulletin boards. Mm. Bulletin boards, that was my Olympics. And (laughs) I... Not to brag, but I did always win the best bulletin board. No, you did.
0: You had really, really good bulletin boards. I
1: had. A you couple had one that, that was really sleigh. Which one? I forget what it was, but it was when you were on the second floor. Yeah. Of that wretched building. I had one that was like three dimensional. That was the one I was talking about. I feel like there was like a hot air balloon or something, but I don't
0: know why I'm thinking. Oh that. no! It was my. I think it was coming back from New Year's, and I did a. I did a um the ball dropping and yes. I got a styrofoam that ball was it. and I cut it. Mm-hmm. I was really good you knocked off. I because one thing about me is when I think this is mm, the little bit of um ADHD that I maybe have but when I put my mind to it I will not stop until it's exactly how I envisioned N- yes. it to be. No, it you know was, what I mean? It was beautiful. And then maybe a week later it was destroyed on the ground.
1: Cause that was the thing about that building was it was it was not staying up for long. No, it was not. My building, like I knew that they could stay up for ages. And like
0: that was really sad for me. That was dark a dark mm-hmm. time for me. Um but it's okay. I also remember in that building, Halloween, I did um spider door decks and they were really, really mm-hmm. cute. But I hand cut all of the spiders out after I printed them and it took me days. It took me days door to Door decks do. were
1: like literally a whole thing because you like our bulletin boards and door decks were due at the same time. We had to do like one every like nine weeks or something. Yeah. And I like, I would always want mine to coordinate, but the door decks too. they also had to be 3D. You couldn't have print out something from the like the computer and put it up. There was a rule that it had to be multi layered. And so I was getting that construction paper, cutting out fun things, gluing them. It was but like honestly, like maybe we should start
0: doing bulletin boards and door decks in our apartment because it was kind of no. I'd be down.
1: I would I would just put on my show and I would do that. That'd be like an yeah. activity one night. Yeah, and it was kind of fun. And I was always so proud of them. Yeah, and I loved when they got appreciated, like yeah. by by my girls. But yes, I
0: mine were rarely appreciated in that one building. But
1: that's um, <laughs> my favorite bulletin board because I hardly ever did educational bulletin boards. Like I only did it when we had to have like so many. Yeah. But it was when we did our switcheroo. I was going to say. And it was my first bulletin board. And I printed out a picture of Hannah Montana and Miley Cyrus. And then I instead photoshopped on me and Jessica's faces. And I said, you get the best of both worlds. You get both cousins. (laughs) And I kind of want to put out a newsletter to all of our residents and say, hey, you're already some a podcast. (gasps) Would they love it or would they hate it? They would hate it. Yeah. 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 That was
0: a really impressive bulletin board. Because it was like three-dimensional in the sense that it was like coming off of the billboard. It's, and like, when, off the it's board. like when Chick Fil A does
1: the the <laughs> yes. billboards where like the um, the the cow is like kind of off of the bullet off mm-hmm. of the billboard. It was that. Yeah, and that wasn't intentional. That was just the photo was so large. <laughs> and I would like you to picture in your head. You know that really grouchy lady that worked in the mailroom. Absolutely, I do. it was hit or miss. Actually, sometimes she would call this you sweetheart, so nice. and sometimes she would like snap at you.
0: And sometimes I would think that me and her had like like, solved our issues, and we were moving mm-hmm. past it, and I was, like, would come in saying, hey, girl, how are ya? And she'd glare at me, like, it I was, was the worst thing she'd like, ever seen in her she life. She
1: was so, like, one way or the other. Yes. Um, and I
0: respect that now, in retrospect. I said <laughs>
1: 2020, I get it. Kept this guessing. Yes. Um, but I had to go down to that mailroom and get her to print out a three-foot-by-three-foot <laughs> glossy <laughs> portrait of us as <laughs> Hannah Montana and Miley Cyrus. And what Cyrus. did she say? And she said, I think it was her good thing, because she was like, here you go, darling, this is gorgeous. She loved it. And I said, thank you. Can we talk about
0: the die cut machine?
1: Yes, we can. Because
0: <laughs> it didn't work. No, it did not. Um, In our, on our campus, the resources, let's
1: be honest, they were slim to none. Because when I say we went to a private school, yes. And like there was definitely a set of privileges that came with it. It yeah. was a nice school. But I don't know anyone who went to that school that was paying the price tag. Like, It was a private school for people who wouldn't otherwise go to a private school, like us included. So it wasn't as glamorous as you might be imagining no, no and like the majority of the student body was athletes mm-hmm. and so like they really really pushed
0: athletics so like us us girls we were kind of pushed to the sidelines if you will so that the sports people could like have their moment and bring in the money for the school mm-hmm. so a lot of people were on athletic scholarships we were on academic scholarships among other things i feel like um but the resource that they provided for us, RAs, was like the top floor of like the above the the cafeteria where the residence life people were and it was this little room with a old 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 die cut machine and if you don't know what a die
1: cut machine is
0: because i'm gonna let you explain it
1: i feel like everyone knows what a die cut machine you, is but i did not know what a die cut machine was until you I used put it for in the first your time. construction paper and then you put it on top of these like blades in the shape of a of a letter that are covered in foam, and then you put it through a machine and you crank it so that the blades get pushed up through the paper to cut out your letter.
0: I, I'm going to say it again. I feel like it's bold of you to assume that our listeners know what that is. So if you know what a die-cut machine is, let us know. If you don't, also let us know because I want to know. I feel know. like
1: everyone knows what a die-cut machine no. is. I've, I've been using die-cut machines since before I could walk. You're different for that.
0: And I'll be doing an Instagram poll later. <laughs> <laughs> Um anyway, our die cut machine did not work. So I remember like almost being in tears, sweating <laughs> yes. upstairs cuz do we really have AC? I don't think so. <laughs> up there sweating it's with like the die cut machine. Your bulletin boards due in 12 hours. Your bulletin board is due. You're sweating. There's a line to use the die cut machine. <laughs> so we're all up there. We're all up there. I'm almost in tears because the die cut machine isn't working. I keep getting the letters out and trying to carefully punch them out and they're ripping. <laughs>
1: The ripping, and then you're trying to cut and to make your
0: letters look as neat as the die cut. Yeah, and you're rummaging through the stickers and the Mm -hmm. construction paper trying to find something to zhuzh up your board. Resources are limited, people are angry, tensions are high, and that's my own personal hell.
1: Mm -hmm. But now I'm thinking about actually how, like, okay, we were talking about how we didn't always love the staff, but now I'm thinking about how sometimes it was so cute. Particularly, I'm thinking about... Like the boys who were athletes who then had to make a bulletin board and they were actually working so hard on it. No, them. they put their
0: whole um, athletic selves into that. Um, one other thing that I would like to discuss in regards to being an RA is the the old um what was it called? Close out winter you had to close uh, out and yeah. the summer you had to close out, and you had to go into every single room oh, and like go through it. And the things that you would find Especially
1: in the fridge. Girls, why are we leaving our things behind? Why are we leaving our things behind? Especially, okay, I kind of get it at like the winter break. Yeah. But summertime, why are you leaving a package of strawberries in your fridge? I remember when I was doing,
0: I think it must have been the summer Checkouts. Do we have to do check ins or checkouts at any other point in the year? I'm trying to remember.
1: I think it was just winter. Maybe it was the winter
0: one then. But basically, there were these two when I was um, on the second floor of that horrendous building, there were these two tricky, tricky boys. They were international boys on the soccer team who were always getting up to nefarious activities. We did not like them. Their room, like their room had a smell that you could smell from outside of the room. And they. Okay. So in that building, our Christmas tree went missing and the head RA of that building was not happy about it. She was livid. And I remember we were doing the closeouts and she like had an inkling that they stole the Christmas tree. So we were like, the room was disgusting because it was definitely the winter run because all their stuff was still in there. It was disgusting, but she was going through it because she said, if this Christmas tree is in here, they're going to have hell to pay.
1: And (laughs) And I love her for that.
0: And we found the Christmas tree in one of their closets. Of course. She was so, so, so angry. I can see her face. And I said, oh
1: my gosh, this is the drama. It was Mm -hmm. so funny. Guys, I... Okay, the things you would find during closeouts because yeah. I, so my, yeah, my first year being an RA, I was the RA to basically the women's rugby team <laughs> <was> and, brutal. <laughs> and there was one of them who it caused drama both on and off the court because she did not have court? the field, whatever it is. Um, she did not have good hygiene, personal or otherwise, mm. and her, she ended up having to have live by herself because no one could live with her and she was just so messy, so smelly and <laughs> I don't even remember her name. And I went in her room for winter closeouts. It was, Blech. there was some chemical terrorism happening in there. <laughs> it, was, it was so <laughs> alarming. And I was like, where is this stench coming from? Yeah. Okay. I, cause we didn't really like go through things, but this was like a time where something needed to be go through because if we were to leave that for three weeks or whatever, right. we Danger. wouldn't be coming back to right. that normal a hazard zone. Yes. And I open a drawer <gasps> and there is a paper plate. Filled with moldy, moldy salami. Are you kidding me right now? She had gone to Miss Betty's sandwich station, <gasps> held up a plate, gotten it filled with salami, and it was just sitting in that drawer amongst her leggings. Shut the And it, I don't know how long it had been there, but it was, it was hard to tell that it was salami. Girl. I'll say that much. For your vegan soul, for to my see vegan- something like that, girl the trauma i've been that's through that's a hate crime and i'm trying to remember who i showed it i think i showed it to <laughs> i think king. i think he was with me and he if he's listening king i'm gonna blur his name but he was our ra father yeah a mere two years older than us but, but wise beyond his years he's beyond his years he took good care of his girls yeah and <laughs> i think i showed it to him and i said hey, what do we do about this? Do we have to give her a fine? And he said, what is that? And I said, it's some sort of lunch meat. And he said, salami. <laughs> He's the one who gave it its nomenclature.
0: Thank God for that.
1: Yes. Wow. wow.
0: That's traumatic, to yeah. say the least. Didn't we have to wake up at the crack of dawn on those days as well? Girl,
1: for, for why? why? Well, I think it was actually because... Like, so everyone... Like, it was, like, exam week. And so everyone's filing out during that week. Yeah. And we had to stay until that Saturday. Yeah. So I think they wanted to, like, let us get out of there. Yeah. But we were doing closeouts at, what, like, 7 a.m.? They would give us bagels, and then we'd hit the road. I
0: remember the the smell of, like, walking into the lobby, and I smell Panera. I smell coffee. Everyone's cranky. Mm -hmm. My eyes are hardly open. I was never cranky. I was always cranky. I was ready to go. I was cranky. So, so, so cranky. And we were cranking those rooms out. But people
1: are cranky, and they are snappy at each other because, like we're set into teams to do like a chunk of building as a team, but no one can go until the last room is closed out. Yeah. And there's issues you're encountering. And so people are like, solve it, solve it now. Yeah. It was stressful. Yeah. Yeah. They it People just want to go home. Yeah. Wow. Well, that being said, I loved my time at SNRA. No. Do it. Um, Do it. Literally, I wish I could be the RA of the apartment building we live in. Me too. Should I make everybody door decks?
0: Maybe, maybe not. That could be a little bit stalker-esque in our, since we're no longer in like a college dorm situation. Well, and also I don't
1: know anyone's name, so that I don't want to I put on it. <laughs>
0: Just a blank door
1: deck. But like, make us door decks, please. Okay. For here, for okay, us. Okay, I, I literally will. I'm so excited I'll make Adam one, too. <gasps> that was my favorite thing to do, is make door decks for the pets that people had. Do you remember... The girl with the ferret? Oh my god, no, she was... <laughs> was, she, was she our resident the year we were both in that building, or the year it was just me? She was the res, you're Just you, just you. Just my resident, yeah. <laughs> she...
0: And I, I... That whole floor smelled like ferret. That whole floor smelled like ferret. Let us know your RA... Horror or happy stories yes. if you've been an RA. If you're thinking about an RA, let us know if we swayed you one way or another. Yeah. Um. And I think now we need to move on to our next little chapter. Yes. Which is our Aquanotes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So for our Aqua Notes this week, um, I was inspired by a TikTok talking about eating an orange in the shower. And so I ate a clementine in the shower. It was not as exciting as I thought it was going to be, honestly. I want to get another, like, a big messy orange and do it again because it was some some fun to it but this week's aqua notes is things i'd like the opportunity to eat in the shower the first thing on my list ribs
1: and that's good because it's they're messy and you don't even have to worry about that yeah
0: yeah and i want to also say that in my mind's eye this is happening in such a such a shower where like the water is beating down on me But I also have room for a table. Yes, of (laughs) course. So I'm eating my ribs, Mm -hmm. which I don't eat because I don't eat meat, but in this version of reality I do Mm -hmm. I'm eating my ribs and I have the shower there to get clean before during after you know what I mean
1: no okay also I'd like to preface I am a huge fan of a shower treat Mm -hmm. one of my favorite mom bloggers always talks about how she gives her kids popsicle baths and when I nannied I did that and I was like why am I not giving myself popsicle baths oh so I love to take a little smoothie into the shower yeah and I'm excited for this inspo to expand my repertoire I would like to bring oh the juiciest drippiest slice of watermelon. Yeah, that is gonna yeah. do a number to you. Oh yeah, like mmm, yeah. it's just sticky on your hands, but yes. I mean, you're about to rinse off. And like the
0: watermelons, it's it's water based, so you're in the shower with the water, a cold dripping a cold watermelon. watermelon in a
1: hot steamy shower. In the way
0: that like normally when you're eating like a piece of watermelon, you're like dainty with it you mm-hmm. know the way you could just animalistic right <laughs> my bare hands i'm clawing through the watermelon i'm plucking those <laughs> seeds out with my whole like it's a four finger ordeal to pluck that seed out instead of the dainty two i'm reaching in and just grabbing a
1: handful of flesh <laughs> i don't, I don't want to slice i want a half and i'm gonna maul it into my mouth um my next one crab legs mm-hmm. me and
0: our other good friend Diana are on a journey of finding the best crab legs in the city and I want to eat crab legs in the shower for the same reasons that we want to eat watermelon and ribs
1: to just have that mess contained and handled girl I was thinking about you the other day at work because Aww. the secretary who I share a closet with at work <laughs> she she ordered doordash of a bunch of crab legs and oysters <laughs> and I like I'm just not experienced in that world because I've never e- like I've never really...
0: Yeah. Eating you seafood. seafood.
1: Um, I, I don't I'm afraid I'm gonna go back into work next week and it's still going to smell like the ocean in there. It was so strong.
0: I can't believe she ordered something like that to the hospital closet.
1: Like we are working in close quarters and it smelled so fishy. Wow. And she is cracking <laughs> open those <laughs> yeah. she's slurping she those, have those have a bad day. <laughs>
0: To do that in that space, I wish her well. I hope she finds peace. Okay,
1: I think this works. Okay, my next one is a brownie sundae. Oh, which maybe I need to do that tonight. I was about to say, get in you there need with a brownies? brownie sundae because
0: I need a brownie sundae.
1: Holy cow! Yeah, like a warm brownie, cold mm-hmm. vanilla ice cream, mm-hmm. maybe some chocolate syrup mm-hmm. on top, probably a dash of sprinkles, and a maraschino cherry. Yeah, and I want to eat it out of the hot skillet. Yes. yes while i'm in that shower. yes i want to be sweating <laughs> I agree. a juicy 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 mango mm, that, honestly any juicy fruit yes like i want it i had a moment when i had
0: got mango for something i think it was when i made those um like s- spring, oh, spring yeah. fresh wraps with like tofu and mango and cucumber and everything and there was some mango left over and I ha- my hands were already dirty so I just picked it up and I was getting into it and it was so animalistic I was mm-hmm. back to my roots but it was such a mess
1: but I want to have that experience in the shower yeah yeah that'd be great okay my next one is oh charcuterie this is it's interesting This is more of, like, a a would-you-eat-it-on-a-boat situation. Mm. Like, I'm going to eat charcuterie anywhere. Yeah. So it's not really the shower that makes it special. It's just that, like, if I have the opportunity to have a little charcuterie, I'm gonna. No. As you should.
0: My next is spaghetti. And specifically what I'm envisioning is... Did you ever have this kind of night with your family? Because I kind of want to have one for us where you cover the table in tinfoil. And you just dump dump those noodles in that sauce Mm -hmm. right on there. And what I want to do is get into it with my hands.
1: Yeah, because that would be a, another good towel table in the shower.
0: Yeah, yeah. I remember one time when my mom let me and Kendrick do that because I don't know why we wanted to get into spaghetti with our hands so bad. I feel like maybe an iCarly episode.
1: They were always doing freaky things in there. <laughs> sure were. Shout out, dance <laughs> My mom made spaghetti tacos once for us because of that show. So it, very well yeah. could have happened.
0: Um, in me and Kendrick, we got into it with our grubby little mm-hmm, fingers mm-hmm. on that table, eating our spaghetti with our hands. And I want to do that again in the shower so that I can get into it, turn around, be clean. You know what I mean? I
1: wish our shower was big enough for two because I'm picturing <laughs> us with a card table in yes. there and we're both in our little bathing suits and we missed <laughs> <laughs> spaghetti, spaghetti night. Yeah. Oh, this is my last one. Marg chips guac. that The holy trinity. Yeah. And one thing I'm going to do is enjoy that. Yeah. And... I think my enjoyment could only be accelerated yeah. exponentially in the shower. No, absolutely. A cold marg in a hot a shower. A cold marg on a hot shower. I'm going to be doing that once yeah. February hits. Yeah.
0: Okay, I have two more. A milkshake for obvious reasons. Slurping on a little milkshake in the shower, divine. Sounds great. I need it. And last one, a Diet Coke.
1: And that's so simple, and it's the little things in life. No,
0: and, like, I could make that happen tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I think I might.
1: You should. Yeah. Well, that's our aqua note. Okay, slaying dismay. Okay, so I think we had a joint sleigh last week, too, but because we are codependent, <laughs> a lot of our wins are wins for both of us. A team win. And my sleigh and your sleigh is that, listeners of the Wii episode, we've come out victors. Yeah, because winners. my parents listened to that episode and they packed up my childhood Wii and they, they sent it to my house. They did. And yeah, we've been gaming it up. We have been. It's been getting a little wild in here. It's been getting a little crazy. And the Wii is so fun. It's so fun. It's more fun than I remember. And maybe that's all going to fade out. Like maybe it's... But I think it's heightened right now because of yeah. the nostalgia. Right. We've been having so much fun. Guitar, Hero, We Play... We sports. Mm-hmm. I think once my parents send us some more
0: Wii games, our fun will be re-heightened mm-hmm. again.
1: And I was on a walk today, and we live near this, like, old, thrifty, like, video game store, and I went in, and they have quite the collection of Wii games, and I think I'm going to get some more. Uh, well, we, there's still a bunch that my parents send that we haven't even tried out yet. Yeah. I'm going to play Just Dance. I might do that tonight. hmm Um... But they had just danced 2016 in that store, and I want to go back and buy that. I want to see if they have some karaoke games. Yeah, because we were karaokeing last night with our wee High School Musical sing along we microphone. Tear it And that up. was so fun. Yeah, and additionally, Adam Slay is the
0: box that the wee came yes, in. Yes,
1: because we haven't thrown it out yet. Because how do you take <laughs> how do you take
0: a man's home? He's currently in the box it has like tissue paper and like bags just a lot of things for him to nestle into Mm -hmm. and he has made that house a home i think he's been getting the best sleep of his life (laughs) yes he loves it in there he loves it um so yeah that was obviously my sleigh as well um and then my dismay this this week is so i'm currently trigger warning alex cameron's brother i'm currently on my period i'm going to talk about it so i am a diva cup queen I love it. I live, laugh, love my Diva Cup. It Me has too. changed my life, changed everything in my entire world. I could do a whole episode on my Maybe Diva we Cup. should, because I
1: have so much to say about it, <laughs> I too. I have so
0: much to say. Um, but when I put it into my body earlier this evening, it sat in such a way, and also just because of the part of my period where I'm on, where I'm like kind of towards the end, where I felt every single part of the Diva Cup in my body. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, I felt the mm-hmm. ridges. I felt the creases. I felt the open part. I felt it all for at least 15 minutes. That's not a
1: good feeling. No, it was painful.
0: And I know it's because it's like I'm at the end of my period so there's not as much down there to help, help it hate. get where it needs to be if you will. But I still didn't like it. I'm
1: sorry you went through that. Thank you for your sympathy and your empathy. <laughs> um, My dismay, I've really been like scratching my brain. I've been trying this new thing called positive thinking <laughs> and... <laughs> It's, no, but you actually really have. No, it's I really almost, have. In-
0: it's almost getting um, annoying how positive she is because <laughs> she was in such
1: a good mood today. Like,
0: such no, but a good here's mood. the thing: is
1: I hate to say it, but like it works. <laughs> like if you reframe things positively, you're always happier. Mm-hmm. Like I, I just always I give myself affirmations all the time because they deserve them. So true. And I'm like. If, if I was started to think, oh, it's a little rainy. I say, how lucky am I to live on a hydrated planet? And I just say that about everything. And the more you say it, the more you believe it. And then it just, it, your brain starts changing its dialogue. So I hate that the things that they tell you are good for you are yeah. good for you. Yeah. But they are. Anyway, so I was really struggling to find something not good. But I think what it is, is that I washed my shirt a couple of days ago. And it came out with like what looks like black pin marks all over it it's so it. weird but it's so weird because I washed it with like other white things and none of the other white things have black pen marks yeah. there's no black pen in there I washed it like three times and they're not coming out so I think I have to throw the shirt away and I really liked that shirt it was a good shirt um but reframe how lucky am I to have worn it and to have loved it so, and how lucky so am I true. to be able to have enough discretionary income to go buy a shirt similar to it so true we have so much to be thankful for mm-hmm. yeah and we just want to be rooted in a place of gratitude.
0: Yeah.
1: We do. Maybe I'll give positive thinking. <coughs> I, think, I think I'm think i coming down with something. <laughs> I, think, I think it's a lucky girl syndrome.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Cameron's got this new thing as of today where she thinks she's the luckiest girl in the world. And that she has lucky girl syndrome. And I'm going to be...
1: I don't even know what to say to you right now. And it, it's already, I think it's already funny to me and already like a fun positive spin to put on life. Yeah. But it's amplified by the fact that Jess gets so annoyed by it. <laughs> Which I don't know why. It's just me being a lucky girl. <laughs> it's referring to yourself as the
0: lucky girl. <laughs> it's like talking about yourself in the third person. No, but
1: girl, give it a try. It's literally like it changes your whole day. Okay,
0: yeah. You know what? I'm going to try positive thinking this mm-hmm. week. I'll report back next week how it goes. Maybe it'll change my life too. Maybe I'll also come down <coughs> with Lucky Girl Central. Watch out, world. Here we come.